Hello, welcome to the Peter of Peter, episode 18. Shortly, I will bring you the latest news from the BBC regarding the coronavirus, but for now, I will be bringing you the, <laughs> the latest news from the BBC regarding the coronavirus. I'll get this intro sorted out one day. So, I um, make sure that sure, the... I will bring you Oh, just listening to myself. Yeah, so I will make sure that um, everything's working correctly and um, the microphone's working and I'm here. Yeah, everything's... Yeah, basically that was it. So the live chat's open if you want to talk, but that's okay. Okay, let's talk about the latest news. I've already uploaded once today, but we're just going to keep this a talking situation um, to try and get this podcast up and running okay now this is sad um funeral held for british boy 13 who died with some coronavirus some incredibly sad news to bring you the first british child known to have died after testing positive for coronavirus was buried earlier not very good that's a shame um their name was ismail mohammed abdul wahab his immediate family were unable to attend the funeral as they were self-isolating after Ismail's younger brother and older sister developed mild symptoms of the virus. They had hoped to follow the ceremony in Charleshurst via a live stream, but were unable to. I was devastating. Anyway, let's talk about the... Um, I shouldn't be so upbeat. Anyway, let's talk about the latest um, summary of the news of today okay so there was a press conference with um secretary matt hancock that we will look at shortly but just briefly here is the news world health organization chief warns that rushing to lift restrictions could prolong the crisis uk government stays says stay at home when weather turns warm this weekend Health Secretary Matt Hancock calls for medical trial volunteers. US Navy ship in New York with 1,000 bed capacity has only 20 patients. New York sees highest increase in deaths in a single day. Prince Charles opens a rapidly built field hospital in London. White House is expected to advise Americans to wear masks. The Queen will address the nation in a broadcast on a Sunday night. On Sunday night. Nearly 53,000 people have died and more than 210,000 people have recovered. So interesting news there. There's a new hospital, Nightingale Hospital, hoping to have capacity for 4,000 coronavirus patients. At the moment, it's not needed because the London hospitals are within capacity because they have set room aside. But if it is needed, there are beds there waiting. At the moment, there's 500 beds, soon to be 4,000 took them nine days to build that and similar scenes in America with a massive navy ship of um, a thousand bed hospital coming to the shores of New York and at the moment it's going to be used for patients without coronavirus to leave more room for patients with coronavirus so hopefully it'll free up beds but only 20 patients so far but hopefully more will come in the future um, so it will free up the hospital. So it is anticipated that that will be um, filled up 
quite soon. So as the number of US coronavirus cases continues to rise, the White House has announced it will be testing anyone who will be in close proximity to President Donald Trump or Vice President Mike Pence for COVID-19 starting today. A White House spokesman said people will be administered a COVID-19 test to evaluate the pre-symptomatic or asymptomatic carriers. So it's important that the president and the vice president are safe and don't get the virus. Okay, should more of us wear face masks? Um, that is a question. This question is to be assessed by a panel of advisors to the Wealth Health Organization, WHO. The WHO advises that healthy people only need to wear masks themselves if they are carrying. I've read that wrong. You only need to wear masks if you are caring or for other suspected. I'm trying to summarize it, but I just have more words. I'll read it word for word. The WHO advises that healthy people only need to wear them if they are ca caring for others suspected of being infected or if they themselves are coughing or sneezing. So if you're caring for someone or if you've got the symptoms yourself, earlier England's Deputy Chief Medical Officer, Professor Jonathan Van Tam, told the UK's daily news conference that there is no evidence to support the widespread use of face masks. I don't know what that means, but evidence, stuff like that. US job growth undone by a pandemic. Say goodbye to America's record long streak of job creation. The US government's monthly employment report showed that almost 10 years of jobs growth came to a halt in March, undone by a pandemic. According to an employer survey, 701,000 Americans lost jobs in the first two weeks of March. A second household survey showed a stunning drop of 2,987,000 workers for the month. All of this from data that only captures a fraction of the layoffs since it was compiled three weeks ago. Yesterday, we learned that 6.6 .6 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week the highest in US history, on top of the prior week's record-breaking 3.3 million. Suddenly, the Congressional Budget Office's prediction that America could have a 9% unemployment rate at the end of 2021 looks less far-fetched. I'm sure that will get broken. 9% is a lot, apparently, but it might be 50%, like Joe Rogan says. Anyway, Joe Rogan is not the answer to everything, but... I do listen to him a lot. So what are the rules for social distancing? Um, distance yourself, it's a video. Okay. <clears throat> okay. France death toll rises by 588. A further 588 people in France have died from the coronavirus, bringing the country's total to 6,507. Quite a lot of people, bad news. Next thing. This is the style of the podcast. Anyway, it's an increase on Thursday figure of 471 deaths in a 24-hour period. Um, the number of cases nationally has increased to 64,338 as a rise of more than 5,000. France's death toll from the virus is the third highest in Europe behind Italy, 14,681, and Spain, 10,935. Can you see I'm sending Please. Um, no, I can't. Right. We've reported today that a high number of people have been dying in care homes in Europe, 884 in France since the epidemic began. So those might not be counted. So we'll see about that. France's baccalaureate 
the high school leaving exam will not take place this summer. This is the first time that they have not been held since being introduced in 1808 under Napoleon Bonaparte. Free HBO streaming to encourage Americans to stay at home. That's a good idea. If you've been in lockdown for a couple of weeks now, you'll know that the online stash of entertainment can quickly start to run low. It's never low. Just search for stuff. So HBO are giving people um, streaming for free, which is good. So they can watch The Wire and The Sopranos. The network says it wants to encourage people to stay at home during the pandemic and 500 hours of content will be available until the end of April. That 500 hours will do quite nicely. What's the latest from Asia? China has asked the foreign diplomatics to stay away from Beijing until the middle of the next month. Bloody, 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 blah. I'm not reading that. I don't know why. Um, lots of people. So over 100,000 coronavirus cases in New York. A lot of people, 11,000 in California. Total country is 257,600 in America. A lot of people. Italy's death toll below 800 for third day. I don't know if that's good news. Seems to be quite high all the time. A lot of people dying. Ontario, 15,000 deaths if stricter measure aren't taken. So that's in Canada. The largest province in Canada has finally released its dire predictions on the impact of the coronavirus. Ontario, which has a population of about 15 million, or about 42% of the Canada's population, says 3,000 and 15,000, between 3,000 and 15,000 people could die by the end of the pandemic if stricter measures are not enacted. Um, so they're predicting lots of people to die, they're trying to get less people to die. Right now, 67 people have died in Ontario, um, 152 in Canada, the country. New York has a day's worth of equipment left. Is that good? We don't have enough, period. That's not good. Joshua, boxing titles, defence, postponed. So that's Anthony Joshua. Um, lift restrictions and risk worse economic damage. Okay, we've been watching the World Health Organization's regular press conference in which its Director General addresses the dire economic impact the virus is having. If countries rush to lift their restrictions, the economic crisis could be worse and prolonged, warned Dr. Tedros Adhamnom Ghebreyesus. Easy enough to say, an international monetary fund chief, Chrysalina, Georgieva, here are more details of what they said. The economic and social impact of measures to control the pandemic are profound, but lifting restrictions could make the effects worse because it would prolong the crisis. And this is what the WHO, World Health Organization, is saying. Never in the history of the IMF have we witnessed the world economy um, coming to a standstill. Adding, she adds, the crisis is way worse than the 2008 financial crash. Refugees, migrants and homeless should receive cash transfer to help them access care. Dr Tedros called on countries to protect support for victims of domestic violence as an essential service. 
The WHO's house-to-house polio vaccination program is being suspended to allow healthcare workers to focus on the COVID-19 response. So the um, economic situation is pretty bad at the moment and they're talking about making sure we beat this virus so the long-term effects aren't even worse because if you lift the restrictions too early then there could be another surge in cases and it could have a longer worse longer term worse effect so so the things that um have happened today since my last podcast um key message from uk government stay at home the overriding message today spoke to an overriding concern that this weekend's warm weather could increasingly tempt people outside and see them float the social distancing rules hence a constant repetition of stay at home um so they want to test more people and everything. Um, President, um, Chancellor of uh, Germany has ended her quarantine, 12-day quarantine, and returned to the chancellery after testing negative for coronavirus. So that's good for her. Germany has recorded 1,107 coronavirus deaths. Quite a lot of deaths, but not as many as other places. What did we learn from UK's press conference that um, has happened since the last podcast? Doesn't say that here, but it's true. Um, two nurses have died from coronavirus in the past 24 hours. They were named Amy O'Rourke and Aramia Arama Nazarene. So that's a bit of sad news that people have contracted the illness from working on the front lines to help us. And now that they've... Um, they've um, had problems themselves. Okay, so two more NHS Nightingale field hospitals have been commissioned for Bristol and Harrogate to join those already open in London and planned in Birmingham, Manchester and Glasgow. Over 2,000 critical care beds are currently free and available across the UK without counting any of the new Nightingale facilities. 7,000 NHS staff have been tested for coronavirus. Three major clinical trials have been commissioned, including looking at how existing drugs could be used to treat the virus. The trials look at three stages, primary care, hospital care and recovery. The NHS is looking for volunteers for these trials, but this will be recommended by patients clinical clinicians. We are not anywhere close to breaching the NHS's ventilator capacity. Fast forward a month, that might be a completely different story ventilators might run out but you didn't hear it from the news you heard it from me just my suspicions things are going to get a lot worse anyway so this is um the daily brief briefing today from the government last couple of things the government is still looking for a working antibody test which would be used to determine if someone has had the virus there is no evidence that wearing face masks for the general healthy public affects spread of the disease. I don't know if anybody's collecting the evidence there. But um, lots of um, different things here. Just to reiterate, UK does not recommend masks for healthy people. Um, There's some facts here about different places in Europe. Um, They're going to continue the search for antibody tests. But they're not sure if they're completely functioning and they're not sure if they work properly but they've ordered 
17 million of them. So I don't know what, who you're ordering them from, but they've ordered a lot. There's a whole thing of the economic benefits of um, testing people for the antibody test because then you can return to work and be productive. So it's important to test people um, to see whether they've had the illness because if they have had it, then they're safe to return to work more or less. We don't know that for sure. But anyway, because you might get the virus twice. Will there be enough ventilators? The first question comes from the BBC's health editor, Hugh Pym, who asks when the pink time will be. Jonathan Van Tam replies, we don't have to know the answer. We will know if our social distancing measures are working a few weeks after they were introduced. It is too soon to say. On reaching ventilator capacity, he says, I don't think we are anywhere near that scenario. Just give it a month. Search for treatments are ongoing. Two British nurses have died, which is sad, we've said. This remains a dangerous time. Stay home, protect the NHS, save lives. And um, there's lots of graphs here with like, new cases and um, the motor vehicle um, being used less, which is a good sign. Um, yeah, so chief nurse pays tribute to colleagues wearing a nursing uniform that's quite nice. Hancock staying at home is not a request. So talking about the um, government's controlling us, staying at home is not a request. What is it then? Matt Hancock ends his remarks with a reminder about the actions people need to take despite the hot weather predicted for this weekend. He says the country absolutely cannot afford to relax social distancing measures, adding, if we do, people will die. He continues, I end with the advice we all know. This advice is not a request. It is an instruction. Now, I'm not completely sure the difference between a request and an instruction, but obviously the instruction is definitely a lot more um, stronger in its um, control over us. It's not a request, it's an instruction. Next, I'll be saying, it's not an ins instruction, it's a demand. Next, I'll say, it's not a demand, it's a... I don't know what word is greater than demand, but you can see the slippery slope into a dictatorship, maybe. Anyway, into some sort of power system. I'm not going to go into it. Stay at home, protect lives, and then you'll be doing your part. I'm doing my part very much so. Hancock willing to move mountains. I thought that meant he's willing to move to the mountains, but um, not so much. So, in so the health secretary said, oh, there's a mistake in BBC, there's a bit of space there. Anyway, the health secretary says, it is both a national effort and an international effort to find treatments and the government is willing to move whatever mountains need to be moved. Good to know. So lots of people have died, lots of people have got the cases, just to um, give you the latest figures that I've already given today, but here we go. 684 people have died, which is not so good, and 4,450 people have tested positive for coronavirus. And if you see that on a chart, 
um, the daily tests for coronavirus, oh, that's the positive chart of how many people they're testing. It's over 10,000 for the first time, which is a good idea. Um, more capacity for NHS. So one will be in Bristol, the hospitals, 1,000 beds in Bristol and Harrogate with 500 beds. He says he has agreed with Northern Ireland ex executive, executive to deliver to deliver more PPE, which is personal protective equipment, over 5 million items, including goggles, aprons and masks. ND confirmed 7,000 NHS staff have now been tested for the virus. Han Mr. Hancock praises national effort. UK press conference. That is the summary. And I've given you lots of news, lots of food for thought about the coronavirus. I've been reading quickly. And now it's time to the next section of my podcast. What I think about it all. It's a lot of news, really. There's a lot to take in and a lot going on. The numbers getting bigger. The social distancing is made a priority, but the effects of the social distancing can never really be seen at a time like this because the amount of cases are rising so rapidly. And maybe our social distancing isn't effective enough. Or maybe we are preventing the cases from rising even more rapidly than they would have done without the social distancing. It's hard to tell. But it makes sense that if we social distance, stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Although I'm not a politician, so I'm not quite qualified to say that. But um, yeah, it just seems like there's a lot going on. And I hope that people are okay. But it might not be the case because lots of people are dying, so for a lot of people it's not okay. 684, that's a lot of people. But then how many people died anyway, just normally? A lot, a lot of people to die, so it's not so good. They'll get to the stage where more people are dying from the coronavirus than just from normal stuff. Um, let's just Google that. Um, how many people people die each day in UK? Okay. So, right, am I going to get an answer here? Okay, this is interesting. How many people die? Um, dying matters. Raising awareness of dying, death, and bereavement. Okay. Yeah, I think dying does matter. Oh, the number, I think, is 500,000 
people die in England each year. Um, so that's quite a lot of people. So if you think about um, how many people that is each day, over a thousand. Over a thousand people die each day in this country and less people die of coronavirus. So the news, for the moment, focusing on the people dying of coronavirus. Meanwhile, people are dying anyway, and they don't get the news attention. And a thousand, over a thousand of people die each day, and they don't get the attention on the news ever, apart from like dramatic deaths with like criminals and stuff. But it's just crazy. This is, it's just ridiculous how much of a news story this is. And I'm only adding fuel to the fire, really, talking about it myself on my channel. But what are you meant to do? What is there to talk about, eh? It's good to talk about interesting news and things that matter. So what do I think about the future of um, this country? What do I think? I just think that... Um, See if there's any more news. Yeah. I, oh, oh no. Oh no 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 no. There's a video. Anyway, yeah. What do I think of the news? Um, I think. What do I think? It is pretty bad. I don't think as bad as it could be. There could be a disease which has could be much worse. Maybe maybe that's not the case. The effect that this will have on the world, the economy, will never quite be the same. They'll be considered before coronavirus, after coronavirus. You know, pre-corona world. What does what does that mean? Like people are gonna lose their jobs, be out of work, and really be in a tight situation when they don't have the um, daily security of a job like they used to. And uh, I'm, the whole concept of materialism, consumerism, buying things, it's just not really what life's about, really. And even myself, I, I like to buy things, but it's just not really what, what the core essence of what life's about. And I just think that... Um, We need to consider um, what really matters and see if we can look beyond our current situation and just see if we can reevaluate, have like a redirection of what we care about in our lives and, and what matters. And I just, I, what do I think matters in life? Um, just finding meaning, finding purpose, um, enjoying the moment. I think if you spend your whole life not enjoying the moment and not being present in each moment, then there's just no flipping point. Someone who's present and concentrating, watching a TV episode, is making way more out of life than someone who 
spends days at a time just going about their day, not really focusing on anything. You can really make, you can, if you live for a second, if you live for an hour and you're fully present, you can make more out of life than someone who lives a whole lifetime. I'm just saying words now. You just, it's like the quality. If you're truly present in the moment, you can really make the most out of life. So if you spend an hour being present, then that's way more valuable than spending days and weeks just going through a monot monotony of a daily routine and just being like a walking zombie. It's just people go to work in an office, tippity tap on the keyboard, move it, move with the mouse, and it's just squeakily squeak of the mouse, whatever. And I know just entering, entering figures into a spreadsheet, whatever you're doing, and you get paid for it, pays your rent. It's just, we, we live our lives with all these ideas that I need this. I need to pay all the bills. No, you don't. You just need to be happy and get by, more or less, and free up time. Because I tell you, the person who is on minimum wage watches the same Netflix program than the person who is in a multi-millionaire lifestyle. We watch the same TV. We we read the same books. Like what in in a country like ours, like it doesn't make a difference what how lucrative your your um, job is or how big your house is. All these things don't really matter and people like overindulge and just everything's all a bit too much. So if anything, I hope this coronavirus makes people refocus their life and just find what truly matters. And if it matters to you to think about what really what really matters and I mean if, if searching for meaning is, is the best thing you can do then you should dedicate time, hours of the day to doing that. Whether it's meditating or reading or just looking into things. Just actually spend time in your day doing what you actually find most valuable rather than just spending I know it's out of some people's control but you know going to work and you need the money and stuff and sometimes you're just stuck but I just wish less people would get stuck the whole idea of doing a job that you don't really like and looking forward to retirement it's just pathetic really that just really makes me sad when I see people do that the best time in their life should be spent in our life because there's no after in the context of life there's just no life's it really and if you think there's a heaven then I just think you need to make the most of your life because you can't really count on something that's not there and maybe heaven is all about that heaven is whatever you found meaning in that's all you have whatever your soul managed to develop and find in your life maybe you build your soul 
for the afterlife. And if you don't have a soul and you don't and you're not in connection with your true sense of self during the life and you just walk through life and go through the motions and if you go through the motions and if you don't really have a deep sense of meaning maybe you don't develop a soul for the afterlife so it may be the very mechanism that betters your afterlife and develops your soul and gives you a sense of essence that might be the very same thing as living the best life you can so to think oh it doesn't matter I'll go to heaven that doesn't doesn't in any sense of reason is a bad idea people who want to live which pretty much everyone should really understand that and prioritize that life you can get stuck in a job paying a mortgage for a house that's too big you know it's just it's just sad really and I hope this um, coronavirus brings people down a little bit and just realize what what is important and you just realize well you can just stay at home and spend time with your family and life seems to work quite well like that maybe we should do that more often anyway thank you for listening in on the peter repeater uh i keep these uh, i should be looking i keep these episodes short because i run out of stuff to say um but if you're interested in this podcast and you want to keep the podcast alive then by all means join the live chat when i'm live and we i can answer questions and um have a talk about stuff because i have been able to do an hour and a half particularly if somebody's in the live chat um so if you're interested in longer podcasts just mention it and i'll try my best but for now i read the news i talk about what i think and i'll let you know what's really going on thank you for watching the peter repeater see you the next time bye for now the next time might be for t- tomorrow just just like no that's because i feel like i like doing it at the moment right thank you for watching or listening and listening anyway thank you bye for now <laughs>